The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. The human race has been enslaved for thousands of years. We have been kept in a mental prison by dark elites and secret societies who have done everything possible to repress us and avoid that we reach our full potential, which is the biggest conspiracy of all. Humanity is showing signs of freedom from the Matrix. What a moment to be alive. We are living in exciting times. In a way, it is allowing humanity to wake up from its lethargy and see that the same few people, the same secret societies, the New World Order, are actively controlling our lives and repressing our true ability. It is time to recover our infinite power and open the doors of the mental prison that have motivated us to build ourselves. It's not easy to do, but it's time to walk into the light of freedom. Are you with me? You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focused Life Force Energy, MMS, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Divinia Water, Pure Organic Sulfur, Flash Drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas Seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Today's special guest is Patricia Corey, an author, metaphysician, and renowned teacher and spiritual guide to the sacred sites of the earth. For more than 30 years, she has studied mysticism, philosophy, ancient civilizations, metaphysical healing, and spirituality. She has been recognized as a gifted shaman by indigenous spirit teachers of the Tibetan, Mayan, and Peruvian traditions. She is the author of Syrian Revelations. Her website is patriciacory.com, and she joins us from the middle of the Atlantic Ocean in the Azores Islands. Hello, Patricia, and welcome back to Veritas. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, and thank you for having me on again. Especially Anne on your birthday. So happy birthday. Thank you for having me on my birthday. And I thought, well, that's a little presumptuous of me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the gift is for me, actually, because I've been wanting to get in touch with you for the past few months because you've seen how things are turning out in the United States. Even right now, I have to lean into discomfort and tell all my audience right now, it feels awkward, bizarre, and it almost feels that in addition to being mandated to wear a mask all the time, It's almost like we have to keep our mouths shut. I have never felt like this in my entire life in the United States. What is your perception from your point of view where you are now? Well, first of all, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't seem like it. It is exactly that. So you're between the mask being forced and I look at people and we have no more communication of smiling, laughter. It's all masked, covered. Fear is the image that is being portrayed from behind the mask. Uh, 
And then, of course, all of our uh, social media is getting shut down. God forbid you say anything that doesn't go with the left-leaning to extreme uh, media-controlled systems that we have, and you're taken down. So it is very much about masking and silencing not only America, but the whole world. And, but particularly America at this time, obviously, is the focal point. And I never thought I would, I'm not sure if I never thought I would see it, but the way that it has happened so rapidly and the way that people are giving away their power is astounding. No one is full of life anymore. And, and I, don't want, I don't want to be a downer. I want to lift people up as much as we can. And I know you do that too, but no one is full of life or a lot of people are not full of life anymore. No happiness, no laughter, no fun. It's like you see pictures from before January of 2020 and it's almost like, it felt like the twenties. Everybody was happy having fun. And now it's almost like a different world, a different century in a way. Well, it's a communism controlled system to take people into complete isolation And I don't know how far out you want to go, but I think the last time we didn't hold any bars uh, to Same. prepare people for uh, AI. So I isolate them from family, from their health, from laughter, from feeling, from singing. Uh, it apparently spreads the virus more if you sing. Uh, and, you know, don't show any emotion. Don't allow it to be seen. We pick up signals from from everything and from a face of another, we pick up emotion, not only the interaction energetically in the auric fields we exchange, but our first triggers of the face. And what we look at is terrified people who are, who believe the myth uh, and are giving away their power and kneeling in obedience. Of course, kneeling is also being perpetrated on people as an obedience factor. So, I have to say, though, that here in the Azores, uh, it's not life as usual from the point of view that people are wearing the masks in the stores. But today I treated myself to lunch, birthday lunch, and you have to wear, funnily enough, you have to wear the mask into the restaurant, but then when you sit down, you can take it off. And so to the waiter, I said, but do these germs not travel vertically? <laughs> He looked you know, at me. I, I, I own a restaurant. And I, I have to just follow the mandates, right? And I just laugh sometimes when I see people at the door waiting in the hostess station, waiting to get in with their masks on and walking towards the table, and then they take him off. And I'm thinking, you know, the Rona won't get you when you're, when you're sitting, but as you're walking, that's when it's going to get you. It's so laughable. Yeah, because apparently by the time you've sat, you've sat down, the Rona doesn't know how to travel vertically, so you're safe. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, what do we have, 246,000 people that live in the, the Azores? So how are, are things being done there? Is it a little bit uh, more open than in the United States? Because you look at Wuhan, and it's almost like nothing's happening there. They celebrated the, their New Year's, you know, in full force. Everybody was happy, no masks, no vaccines. So yep, why is it? That. Yeah. Uh, Europe is following the United Nations mandate. This is not an individual country deciding for itself, <clears throat> as well you understand. So this is a global mandate, and it is uh, soon to be realized that it is a control system completely to take people into utter, pure slavery slash communism. And... So all the European countries are subject to this mandate and the slate 
of, I mean, some may be doing it more drastically than others, but more or less the timing is identical. All of a sudden the second wave hit, it hit everywhere, right in time for the pre uh, question of the election and the pre count the, the be, right before the final count on the 6th of January in the U.S., we got the second wave, locked down the people, because I believe that they know how fragile the earth is at this time with regard to what's going down in the United States. So uh, here in the Azores, I live on one of the more remote islands here, and life is pretty normal. You have to wear a mask when you go into a store. But there's no, there's no more. At one point, people were very frightened and there was frenzy. But after 10 months, you still keep talking about the same five cases. And I asked people, so these five cases, don't you think that after 10 months, they'd either be dead or better? <laughs> That's who exactly right. Uh, oh, oh, well, they're new. Okay, well, who are they? Well, we don't, we don't want to ask that question. Why not? Well, because they, they're entitled to their privacy. <laughs> whatever. And look, we're not laughing because we're not saying that it doesn't exist. This thing is out there. I know many people close to me have gotten it. But at the same time, when you have a 99.7% survival rate, does it warrant that we close the entire world? But the Azores is just like the Canary Islands from Spain. And Spain has gone very, very socialist lately. Is it the same thing happening in Portugal? No, it's not as, it's not as uh, left, far left as uh, Spain and the Azores are autonomous region. Even though they are Portuguese, they have a certain amount of autonomy. And on the Azores right now is starting to lean a little bit more to the right. So that's good news. That is good news because the EU, I mean, what's your take on this notion that Italy, the Vatican and other members, leaders of the EU had something to do? And I was... <laughs> I wanted to start switching gears about the election here, but we're still a few days before January the 20th. So some people are still holding hope. I don't want to give people hopium. That's why I don't discuss Q, and I don't discuss a lot of these gurus out there that have a million views on YouTube an hour after they post a, a video, while those of us are getting the platform demonetized, shut down, deleted our entire channel on Vimeo. So who's telling the truth? Do you know where I'm coming from? I so do, and I have been putting this out for quite a while, and that is there are a lot of charlatans in this so-called truther movement, spiritual movement, whatever you want to call the group of people that are awake and questioning or awakening, let's say. There, ha there are these self-appointed gurus, and I don't believe and follow anyone. The only information that I really trust is, is from Trump's mouth, and when I say that, I mean the clues that he gives. But uh, yes, there are some very curious people who have sprung out of nowhere. I mean, you know, you and I, Mel, been on our path a long, long time. I've been a public person for 23 years. And um, right now I'm seeing so many false gurus and people who declare that they're whistleblowers, people that declare that they're speaking directly to <laughs> Mr. T., and the White Hats, and I'm like, really? Or so, Q. Or they're talking directly to Q. Yeah, talking directly to Q. And uh, I just, um, you know, I don't want to say anything negative about any one individual, but I have been warning people as best I can without coming off heavy 
to use their discernment to look for people that are in humility, that are not out there uh, saying they know everything, they have the contact to everything, they've done, they have resources that nobody else has. It stinks. I don't trust it. My approach is I'm gathering information. Let us, before we post things, we need more than ever to be grounded in truth. We need facts here, not rumors, because the shite is flying and we're being knocked around like a volleyball. So let's calm down here. And when people with me post things, did you hear the latest? I say, where did you get this information? Is it fact-based? Do you have anything to back it up? No, but I got it from an insider who who speaks with Q. I go, sorry, I'm not interested. Yeah. Uncle and Intel. I, right. I did a video recently called, Do I Trust the Plan? Maybe not. And I got a rash of reaction. People were, Patricia Corey said she doesn't trust the plan. And I thought, wow, here we are, the spiritual so-called awake group, uh, calling out uh, the people that are not awake as sheeple. And yet, are we not being sheeple if we're going to blindly trust the plan? A series of clues and endless clues, quite honestly, very bored with it. So I do believe there's some substance to some of those communications, but I don't blindly follow anything. And particularly these self-declared, self-made, instant people that are, you know, they're getting half a million and more viewers. I just, uh, I don't, I think that people need to recognize the fact that, of course, there are going to be agents in our circles. And my books have said that from the beginning. Of course, you're going to be infiltrated. You are the opposition to the darkness. You think you're just going to be allowed to blithely spread your light without interference? And I think we're seeing a lot of interference posing as something that it is not at this time. Well, Lenin said it best. The best way to control the opposition is to lead it ourselves. So they have to have, always, they have to have controlled opposition everywhere. And this is where, you know, some people say, Mel, do you follow Q? And I've always said the same thing. I'm a Q observer, but I don't talk about it because I don't want to give people false hope. I've always said, what if it, what if, what if it's a psyop? And for the last, what is it, three years, four years, it's been giving people false hope. Trust the plan. It's going to be biblical. Da-da-da-da, mass arrests. But what if, without Q, a lot of people would have taken action. And now with Q, they're not just stand at home. Stay, don't say anything. Just trust us. Do not interfere. What if it's just a psyop? Trust the, the, the rap that really gets under my skin is trust the plan. Watch this movie play out. Sit back and make some popcorn. And do nothing. And my attitude is really, no, I don't think so. I'm going to be active, thinking, analyzing, involved, helping as much as I can people to examine reality from all sides. And I don't follow. I'm not a follower. So, no, I don't follow Q. The same it thing. Really, is, it's very interesting to see how violently people react because that breaks their paradigm. If somebody that's supposed, let's say, a spiritual person of public note says they don't follow, they don't follow the cue. Oh my goodness! Big to do about that. And my question is: Wow, is that what we are, followers? We need leaders now, not followers. And that's exactly what it should be. 
because the, the new Democratic Party, which is not JFK's party, has become just a hive mind. And we should, all of us, should be individual, sovereign. Uh, we should all think for ourselves. And this is the part where they fear the most. And this is why I've said it in the past couple of shows, that in the old days, they would ban people from going to taverns, which is bars, restaurants, and churches. Why? Because this is how you plan the next move. And they don't want us to be planning or being around people. Yeah. And, and you know, in England, they I don't know about in the States, but in England, they've got this, uh, you're allowed to be in a bubble. A bubble consists of a family unit that lives together. It is ridiculous. It's all about containing and separating individuals as much as possible. You're not supposed to have your boyfriend. If he doesn't live with you, you can't have him come over. You can't make love. And by the way, if you do, you better be wearing masks and <laughs> wrappers. And oh my God, it really, if you really look at it, it is it's a comedy. There's nothing funny about it, but it is a comedy that we are careening down this slope, not even slipping, careening. And the men, what's comical because people are going to react to that. There's nothing comical about it, Patricia. And what I mean is the manifestations of what they're putting in place. You can't make love. You can't, um, you can't do anything. You can't touch anything. You can't, I don't. I can't even describe all these manifestations and rules. But the one that really I find remarkable is: do you, do you know about this bubble remark? Your bubble. Refresh. What is the bubble remark? I'm trying to to to, to connect dots here. The government is calling the maximum number of people that are allowed to be together a bubble. So in your home. You have a bubble if all the people live in the space. I see. If somebody from outside, like a grandmother or a daughter from a college, wants to come in, she can't because she's not part of the bubble. Get it? I do. What is <laughs> just, what is this going to do? I wonder. Because many countries, the United States, one, Europe, another one, the birth rate is down or has been down. So with the Rona... And the closing and the curfews and all this and in the, the lockdowns, you would assume that maybe birth rates will be going up because there's so many people spending time at home. So which way is it going to go long term, you think? Well, in the short term, it might happen. But let's not forget that there uh, – I prefer not to use the words. So I'm going to refer to it as the vaccine. Yeah. Well, that's my, that's my daughter's name and I hate it now that uh, – yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So everybody lining up to get the vaccine will definitely solve the explosion problem because we were being told that there, there are elements in it that are sterilizing people. So there may be a flurry nine months from now or six months from now, depending on at what point in the nine to 10 months we're in, people have decided to have some unprotected sex. But in the long run, the rush to get everybody maxed is going to have dire straits on the population. And that, of course, is what the crazy scientists, you know, I'm trying to be careful what I say here because yeah, I, right. you know, we both know how dangerous it is to try to speak. Yeah, um, that's the thing. We have to speak with code. Yeah. It is, it's just incredible. Incredible. But anyway, um, did you get your site taken down, I heard? 
Did it take my, my sight? Well, many things have happened in the past year. As of the last 12 months, first, we lost Stripe, our payment processor. Then we got demonetized from YouTube. Then every single day, I think Dominion maybe has something to do with YouTube too, because every day you see hundreds of subscribers coming in, and then the next day they take 200. So it always stays around close to 100,000, but they never let me go beyond that. It's always, and people all the time, they email us saying, why did you unsubscribe me from YouTube? We never do. And the views used to be, you know, 50, 700,000. Now it's 10,000. You know, they're obviously... Uh, what's the word I want to shadow ban you? Shadow banning a lot of people, especially those yeah. who are telling the truth. And I'm humbly saying, listen, I'm not a guru. I just want to gather the evidence to give it to you, whether you like you like it or you don't. Truth hurts. It's like an arrow. You have to feel the pain, but then guess what? It's going to set you free. But speaking of freedom of speech, it means I have the right to speak. You do not have to agree with me. You do not have to believe me. You do not even have to listen to me. You can argue with me, but... You cannot shut me up. At least I can say that today. I don't know if I'll be able to say that in a couple of weeks, Patricia. Well, you can't say what you want to say in communist China. So if we see things go to the left, I personally am holding out for a different outcome. But if, in fact, we see the undesired outcome and things really do go to the left, Forget your spirit, your freedom of speech, unless there's some sort of rebellion. They are taking it away. I mean, and it's not something that we have to think about of, of tomorrow. When the president of the United States is not allowed on social media, and when the media, the mainstream media, just doesn't even tell any truth anymore, it's complete, total propaganda, then, and then you're, you know, you're not allowed to express anything because you have to wear your mask. You're not allowed to see relatives because they're not in your bubble. The writing's on the wall here. And so, yeah, we're, we're, we're seeing, we're still able to talk somewhat on social media, but at the rate they're taking it down, uh, unless something quite extraordinary happens in the next week or so, we're looking at a very different world. And I don't, you know, I, I don't sell hopium, nor am I a pessimist. So I am holding on the vision that I don't see that timeline playing out. I am of the persuasion that something is underway that we do not fully understand. And I don't care about the clues. I just, one thing I will say is, Steve, do you know who Dr. Steve Pichinick is? Yes. So he said, the only thing I can tell you, no, sorry, it wasn't him. It was Roger Stone. He said, one thing I could tell you, and the only thing I could tell you for certain about Donald Trump, the only, um, okay, I'm going to miss the quote now. Hold on. The only thing that you can depend on about him is he's, no, that's not the word. It's not depend. Uh, give me a second. The only thing I can predict about him is that he's unpredictable. And I thought that was very interesting. And I think that we, we have surprises still coming from Trump. And if I'm wrong, then uh, kiss your freedom of speech goodbye. Kiss the Constitution goodbye, because they're out to destroy it, and they're doing a pretty darn good job at it. The first thing, the First Amendment will be gone, and then they're going for the Second Amendment. So, you know, no guns. And that is a, a topic that drives people crazy because people immediately go to the question of, well, that we wouldn't have violence if we, did, if we didn't have guns, which is completely wrong. 
We won't have a constitution if we don't have guns because there will be no way to uphold it, no way to fight back. And that's what they want. No way for anyone to fight back. So um, I don't believe that's going to play. I cannot believe that that is the outcome for the for America and hence the rest of the world. And like you, I'm not being Pollyannish here. Because no. I think we manufacture the thoughts that we entertain and we have to just create that reality. But when the highest elected official is silenced, what makes you think they won't silence you? And all these people that are calling Trump a dictator, dictators are not silenced. And I've, I'm, I'm so tired of repeating the same thing. In my family, twice in our lifetime, they left Spain because of socialism. They escaped Cuba because of socialism. And we know, I know, I smell it from years. For years, I've been telling people. And the, the, the response is always the same, Patricia. That can never happen here. That's what they all said. That's why they all yeah. said in China, in, in the Soviet Union with the Bolsheviks, which, by the way, the Bolsheviks are exactly the same ones in a different generation who are doing exactly the same thing they did in 1917 in former Soviet Union. Right, because all of them are puppets of the great puppeteers who control this planet. So if it's Bolsheviks or communists or socialists or Nazis, whatever you want to uh, group you want to look at, their mandate is never their, it's never their own invention. They're following a plan, a real plan. And that is uh, the architecture of destruction of civilization, the enslavement of the human race, and rendering the human race impoverished to the point where they're grateful to have a crumb. I mean, this socialized salary that's starting to appear in all the countries, this is part of a, of a higher plan. Enslavement, you take your max, you get your salary. You don't take it, you get thrown in a concentration camp, and they'll give it to you anyway. So you take your max, you're going to get your little stipend, you'll have enough money to eat some bread, and you won't be able to own anything. This is the plan. And I believe that we are seeing it's no longer about Trump versus Joe. It's about good and evil here. And I believe that we have a small window of time to wait to see how this turns. I personally believe we're heading although it doesn't look very good at the moment that we are going to see some surprises. And I believe that the, the light wins this time. It didn't win in Atlantis, but I believe it wins this time. What do you think happened in Atlantis? And is, is the same that happened in Lemuria too? Uh, I don't really, I can't claim a, a, a personal understanding of Lemuria from any information that I've channeled or knowledge that I've gleaned. I'm much more uh, connected to Atlantis and the Egyptian vibration, which is also much more connected with Sirius. But as my understanding in Atlantis was that, well, I mean, I think we commonly understand that uh, AI and the abuse of technology is what brought Atlantis down. And the takeover of dark priesthood that abused that power. And so that's what exactly we're seeing right now. I don't know about Lemuria, because I also understand that Lemuria went to war with Atlantis and lost. So that might have been their downfall. But here we have 
the return of Atlantis. The Atlantean par paradigm is what we're seeing once again, the abuse of technology, runaway abuse. <laughs> Talk about abuse of technology. This is a technological world war we're in, right? Right. I mean, there's the AI factor, which is something that distresses most of us. Then that we're seeing how these tech giants have complete control of our communication. First, we're corralled into, raced into a technological world, information world. And now it's being, the valves are being shut off. And we are floundering because we've forgotten that we, we used to be okay without it. Right? Well, I remember going fast forward now from the days of Atlantis to, to now, but I remember when the Patriot Act was enacted. For almost two decades, we were at war and still are. But ever since Trump took office, we haven't seen any more conflicts. But now it feels different. I always thought we haven't had any wars. The military-industrial complex must be itching for a war. And mark my words, when Biden takes office, something will erupt. But now it feels different, Patricia. With the absence of wars, perhaps there's, a, again, a new conflict brewing. But this conflict, instead of pointing out, pointing our guns outward, it's pointing them inward towards our own fellow citizens. Instead of Al-Qaeda, Yol-Qaeda, Yol-Qaeda, all the people here, the quote-unquote extremists, supremacists, whatever they want to label, are they bringing the war to us domestically now? It all depends on if they can make any money on it. <clears throat> Let's not forget that the new stimulus package, if, if you'd read that, you would just be incensed. All the pork for all these organizations, for example, I don't know, I think it was how many, a billion designated to Pakistani sexual gender orientation Gender studies, yeah. Right? All of these ridiculous, clearly money laundering aspects. And then let's throw a bone to the American civilization and let's give them a $600 token. You know, you can cram your token as if that's going to help. And, you know, Trump was, was begging them to, to review it. And uh, there was no reviewing it because they're all eating all these dark, these deep state representatives are, that's all going back into their pockets, right? So war is profit. And after four years of no war, you can be damn sure if Biden who will be replaced immediately by Kamala gets into that seat with the demos, sorry, with, yeah, with, with the Senate and the house controlled by the demos, not to mention the, the huge amount of uh, Republicans who have voted with the demos, whoever is. And, and if you've also got a demo executive branch with Biden slash Kamala, who I think is going to move into that seat very, very early in the game. Should that uh, reality play out, well, you've got no, you've got no more control, and no more balance. We've seen that the judicial branch is a joke. Yeah. So, even if Mr. T, something happens, which we don't, we don't really think this is going to happen. But were he to have gotten the election, I call it the erection flawed. Uh, had it been proven that it went in his way, he would be a, still a cuckold, uh, impotent president with that kind of power. 
And we've seen how they abuse the power openly, blatantly. We're seeing it play out now. And so many people believe the the main line story that he incited rioting and, and so therefore he's he needs to be impeached and he's he should be murdered, assassination, you name it, they've thought of it. So unless there is something else about to happen, something monumental, it's going to be a very rough time. And I don't see it ever getting better because if they've got their grip on Congress and uh, Senate and the executive office, it's either civil war or it's communism. Do you agree? A hundred percent. Three branches of government, the same party. This reminds me of 1998, I think it was, when Hugo Chavez took over Venezuela, and things never changed again. They had their dominion, computers there, and life has never been the same. But the first things they want to do, Second Amendment, gone. Abolishment of the Electoral College, gone. So when people say, yo, wait, Trump will be back in four years. Are you kidding me? When you have these people, yeah, when you have these people there in the three branches all together concocting the new system, you will never, ever see anything unless, unless they bring a rhino here and there just to give us the illusion of choice. And the one thing that I've seen this last few years is that we know, we know who these rhinos are and we know who the traitors and the Judas are right now. Yes. And hopefully, and I don't, I still don't think it's hopium. That is why we've gone to this extreme, that we've been taken to this extreme of the showdown on, on the 6th, because we had to see who the traitors were. And they've, they showed themselves like rats on a sinking ship, right? And so now it's very clear who the traitors are, which is, by the way, Julian Assange said 93% of the government is corrupt. And it's looking pretty much like he had that right. So even my point is that the idea that, oh, well, he even though he lost the election, we know he really won. That's old information. The new information is what replaces this government. Either the deep state controlled demo left organization, crime syndicate, takes complete control and renders the United States a communist, it's funny, a fascist form of communist takeover, or something is underway that we don't know, that we hope about, but that we don't know, that would actually bring in a new kind of system. And when Trump spoke on the 6th, he said, on the 20th, you're going to see the administration turned back over to the people of America. Uh, he's not one to make bold statements like that unless he's got something to back him up. So is there something underway from the military point of view? It's very possible. And of course, despite Q and all of the clues that we've been told that will unfold, I still believe that he's giving us signals. I believe he's in hiding. I don't believe for a minute that he was in the White House shaking hands with Joe Biden and kissy-facing. That's that's what the media put out. I'm sure you heard about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that he's foolish enough to put himself in harm's way to, to try to get anywhere near Washington because they want to kill him. So I think he's in a bunker, and he came out 
at some airport, the Alamo uh, speech, but I think he's in safe hiding or moving around in safe hidings, and that something is underway, something military is underway. I'm cautiously optimistic because the last thing you, you want to do is lose hope. And I just see the future one way or the other, and I just can't, can't even fathom what it would be with, you know, so much power focused in, 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 in such a, in one party only. And I know, I know what people say, Republicans and Democrats, the same bird, different wings, but you can't get a position, you can't get into a position of power or real power unless you are subverted or you're either subverted or destroyed. And so what Assange says, I think it's totally true. But when you think about all the, what is it, 20,000 National Guard troops right now in D.C., but this is going to be allegedly a virtual inauguration. That's so right. why do they have so many thousands of troops there? Well, what I'd like to know is who called them out, because people are like the... Um Bowser, I don't remember if that's her name, the mayor of Washington, D.C., mm -hmm. uh, claimed first that she was calling them out, then it, the, the National Guard, then it was Trump. That I, I, I'm not clear about who called out these troops. Are you? Well, so many different stories. I heard that there were three, Virginia, Maryland, and another state that supposedly were the ones that sent their National Guard troops into D.C., But still, the question is, if it's a virtual inauguration, and I really don't know anybody who's going, I mean, right now the media is in full force. And I didn't want to touch this on segment one because this might get us shut down. In fact, I'll, I'll wait to discuss this until segment two because this is, I think this is their plan and we have to be really watchful as to what they're trying to do, but I'm not going to go there right now. But about the the... the Max, let's let's abbreviate or V A X X. You know what I mean. Let's say Max. Let's say Max. So many people who are blindly. I have so many friends. So many friends. A lot of them are doctors. Some are professionals, and they are basically frowning upon anybody who's not even considering it. They're out there saying. Uh, but first of all, a lot of them were test subjects. You think, and and many of them are parents with small young children. And I'm thinking, you know for a fact that there's absolutely no recourse in case of injury. Second, this is a new type of Oh, I said the word. I'm sorry. Let me just put a little timestamp here. Okay. Um, you know, all these people out there not knowing that this Max is totally different. Before, you needed an egg, and this is how you created a, a Max. But with so many millions that have to be produced now with the mRNA one, which is totally untested on any human, why would anybody want to subject themselves to playing Russian roulette? I don't understand that, Patricia. Well, because they're so blind in their fear and their conditioning that they're pretty much believing whatever they're told. Then again... Let's get clear about something. Most people don't know what's in your everyday, Max. Most people don't know that there is human embryo tissue, pig tissue, monkey tissue, formaldehyde, coolant from automobiles. What other goodies? Mercury, named thimerosal, aluminum, 
the list is, let me see, let me, let me just recall this here. I think I even have a list. Aluminum, ammonium sulfate, beta-propiolactone, gelatin, polymyxin B, which causes allergic reaction, antibiotics, genetically modified yeast, animal, bacterial, and viral DNA, glutaral dehyde, formaldehyde, human animal cells, latex rubber, microorganisms, MSG, which I am violently allergic to. So am I. It's a neurotoxin. Um, so most people don't recognize that even in your, your daily, everyday brand of Max is filled with life-destroying elements. And that's before we get to this high-tech product that is going to clearly designed to alter the DNA. So they, they insert these packets of mRNA and its function is to insert itself into the cells, every cell, and slowly alter, rewrite human DNA. And that is the plan to turn part of the plan to turn human beings into um, artificial intelligence. This is artificial intelligence technology. And if you want to get more, if people that are listening want more information, you've got a lot of experts begging people to pay attention. Doctors who are putting their asses on the line. Robert Kennedy, who is screaming out for people to pay attention. Del Bigtree, another one. Um, Christian Northrup, a medical doctor. These people know what's going down and uh, are putting their lives on the line to get this information out to people. So if someone blindly says, oh, well, it'll mean that I don't have to wear my mask anymore. By the way, <laughs> the so-called experts are saying, oh, no, 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 you're still going to have to wear your mask. You're still going to have to social distance. You're still this, you're still that. So do your homework, people. This is not what it appears to be. And the question, if they're telling people, you're still going to shed we don't know if you're going to get it. We don't know what's going to happen to you. So why even bother? Well, because in the very near future, they're going to have a health passport. They're not going to let you. They're already saying it. A, a job, traveling. And guess what? They're doing it in a very sneaky way, Patricia. They're, they're delegating this to the private, the, 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 the corporations. They might not say, we're going to require the, the, the max. But if you're going to be working, you're going to be traveling, you're going to be doing this or transacting in business, they're going to let businesses dictate that. So in reality, this is the true definition of what Benito Mussolini coined fascism, is the merger between government and corporation. But the bottom line is, if you let them in, insert this needle into your body, you are giving them permission to destroy you. So... You know, it's a really, really difficult thing to determine for people because, first of all, some people, and I am certainly not here to upset people who believe that it's good for them. I, I doubt that many people in your audience are these people. But I, I just spoke to one of my family members who can't wait to get his shot. And I said, you do understand my position on this and my knowledge about this. And he said, yes, but I think it's fanatic. So I'm going with what... um 
you know, I believe is right for me. And I've learned to not even fight it because if somebody is that willing to give away their life to to something they have no knowledge about, even though 80,000 medical doctors have come out and and spoken against it, then I don't think I've got a, uh, I, I should try anymore to persuade them. I'm going to be using my voice to help people who are modestly willing to listen to get the information to them. Well, this is why I had this platform, Patricia, because in my own family, my wife has told me, I don't want you to be discussing this in our personal lives because we have lost friends because of this, because of things I've said in the past. I no longer, for years, I no longer discuss anything. I'm very mainstream. I keep myself quiet, but this is why I have this platform. And I believe the people who come to us, and a lot of them do it in silence. They buy a subscription, they listen in silence, and they tell me the same thing. Thank you for having people like Patricia or this or that, because this is how I'm becoming informed. But if I talk about this in my workplace, if I talk about this at church or with my family, they all, even churches, I have heard from a lot of Christian friends in the past few weeks who tell me I'm changing church, whether you're Catholic or Christian or whatever. But they're saying when you go to church, the pastors are not discussing any of this. They're pushing the, the max. They're discussing the same narrative. Why? Because they're concerned about losing their 501c3 tax exemption. That's right. And, you know, I, I want to take this opportunity to thank you, Mel, for continuing to get it out there. I know you've been so harassed and you still fight to serve the community. And that is so important. I'm really pleased and honored that you connected with me again. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we have to do it because in the future, I don't want my, I don't want children to say, you know, did you do something about it? I can sit down. I can enjoy my life and I can just not do this anymore and just enjoy my life, but I can't. And this is another area that I want to discuss with you because it's, uh, it sometimes, does it feel if a parallel world exists, we're going to get deeper into the rabbit hole now, Patricia, what would life be in that alternate reality? But recently I wonder if you're actually living in an alternate morality, what was instilled upon me, and I bet you, I know you, upon you and millions of others, as immoral, is now moral. It makes, really, it makes you question your own perception. Do you feel that we're living in an alternate morality now? Yeah, I think that we're living in an upside-down world where good is being perpetrated, uh, presented as evil and vice versa, and Gender, for example, the whole gender question has been forced on civilization in the last 10 years, 15 max, where a three or four year old child is being encouraged to determine whether or not he or she or it, because we're not allowed to use pronouns anymore, believes that he or she or it is not the gender identified by its organs. I mean, this has been pushed on civilization by the system. It's not that, you know, all of a sudden an entire planetary population comes up with this mutation. Although one could say that there is reasons for mutation for all the uh, hormonal imbalances there are in our food supply and water, et cetera. But there's more to it than that. It's orchestrated. 
And what's being orchestrated right now is to, to isolate human beings from emotion, from the joy. The joy is what's being taken away. You're not allowed to have joy. There's no humor. And of course, you can't communicate it with a mask on, right? So everything that is human about us, the laughter, the joy, the the tenderness. No, no, stay away from me. You're too, you're social, social distance here. Keep away. No touching, no breathing. Um, is, is like you said, a sort of juxtaposition of morality and it feels like upside down world. And it, they're keeping people, they, the system that the deep state, the cabal, whatever you want to call it, wants to keep this grip on humanity where we don't, interact anymore. We don't feel, we become autonomized and very acclimatized to becoming AI. That's what they want. They want the, the entire global earth civilization to be robotic by 2050. Well, it is so it's true. Not happen. It is so true. And you it's know, it, it's almost, they're not happy and they don't want you to be happy. You know, I posted yes. this, this as a joke a few days ago on Facebook, I had a picture of a, uh, have Laurel and Hardy, and they're just uh, not happy in that picture. But it says for quote unquote winning the presidency and the Senate and the House, they sure do not seem to be very happy. What could possibly be wrong? And at the same time, you have Kamala Harris, who has not resigned to her Senate. In fact, she was sworn in the other day for another term. So maybe, just maybe, there's a, <laughs> I hate to sound pessimistic, an iota of hope. Oh, I think there's more than an iota of hope. I think there's something underway. Because if, in fact, can do we, are we going to go down the rabbit hole now? Oh, yeah, sure. If, in fact, when Mr. T gave that speech on the 6th, um, the next thing he did was make a speech where he said, they took it all away from us, from you, from me, from America, but the electoral vote is in and it's done. So I want you all to go home now. I'm, I almost know this by rote memorization because I've listened to it so many times. We have to have peace now. You need to go home. We need peace. We need peace now. And that is a requirement of the Insurrection Act that the president has to first disperse, call to the people that they cease and desist peacefully, right? So he made that speech, which was right out of the playbook for the Insurrection Act, and then he disappeared. He flew to Mex—sorry, uh, to Mexico, to Texas, right? And I to Abilene, and I believe he went underground, maybe in Cheyenne Mountain at the command center. So it is very possible that the Insurrection Act has begun, and there's a lot of uh, speculation about that. But if that is the case then everything that's unfolding right now could become in irrelevant. You're going to ask me why? Why? Because the government would become irrelevant. In other words, in the case of the Insurrection Act, uh, I, I don't have it in front of me to read to anyone, but the, the, we all know that the basic concept is at any time that any domestic or foreign person or entity attacks the Constitution or the president, the president becomes fully empowered to take measures to save and protect the Constitution, right? So that would mean, for example, that the whole question of what they're trying to do right now in Congress would be irrelevant. 
relevant because even if they did declare him, um, well, they tried the article for, uh, 25, that doesn't look like it's going to go through, and they're trying for a second impeachment, but it would be irrelevant if the Insurrection Act is already underway because it would be a representation exactly of what the Insurrection Act claims cannot be allowed. Am but I making sense? You are making sense, and also inquiring minds wonder this. With the impeachment or the 25th Amendment, if he allegedly has, what is it? We're recording this on the 13th, airing on the 14th. So if he already has less than a week to be the remaining days as president, why would they be spending so much time, effort, and energy to do this unless, unless they know he has an ace card somewhere under his sleeve and they're concerned that he may invoke of the Insurrection Act or declare martial law? They must be questioning that. Or worse, because they, they know, a lot of them know that he's got the goods and he doesn't, he has the, let's see, the Marines, Special Forces, and the Air Force behind him, right? But they know that he's got the goods because uh, his work, his impeccable work of gathering information on them, they all know that he's holding a lot of information on each of them. And let us not forget that with this so-called riot, Special Forces apparently, allegedly, Special Forces, went in and stole, took, laptops. confiscated about 10 laptops. One of these was from Nancy. She's pissed. Where is Nancy? Where is she? Well, unfortunately, she's back. Oh, she's back. Okay. <clears throat> yesterday, she didn't show up, which I thought was kind of interesting, considering that she's the one behind all of this hysteria. She put in a... Uh, someone else to represent her for the day. So I thought, and rumors were flying, maybe she's been removed, but no, she was back at it today, being her charming self. And what about this other but, notion uh, that, uh, the, you know, the, the 1871 aspect, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm sorry, we were we were talking over each other. Oh, sorry. Can the, you repeat? Well, yeah, why don't you finish your statement? I guess I, I interjected too quickly. Oh, no, no, I just, uh, I, I didn't hear exactly what you're saying because I was still talking. 1871, and supposedly they're, they're saying that Trump will be the 19th president. This, this information is just coming out from many sources, saying that it was uh, 1933, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who actually became the first president of the United States Corporation. And since from there till now, we have 45 presidents, you remove that period of our life as a country, and it would be the 19th president. Interesting. That is one thing that people are talking about. Again, that's part of the hopium. I hope it's true. I'm remaining an observant, but that's one of the items that they're discussing. I think it's really important to discern when you're, when you're presenting an idea that could have a positive outcome, that it's not hopium, because there are people out there just spewing hopium left and right. And I think that you and I are having a very balanced conversation about possible outcomes and events unfolding. And that there has to be, there has to be the potential of a positive outcome to this thing. Otherwise, we're kind of done here on planet Earth. 
I, I really don't want to be negative here, but if America goes into communism, that's it. There'll be no place left on the earth to even consider freedom. So I just can't believe that is the outcome. I, I really do believe, I you know, don't like to overwork the belief word, but I really feel in my gut that something quite different is going to unfold here and that the 19th president aspect really rings for me. And with the, when Trump said on January 20th, the, the administration of the America is going to be turned back to the people, he was talking about another system, clearly, right? Exactly. I mean, I don't think he was implying that I'm still going to be the president and I'm going to represent the people. It was different. He, he clearly said the administration is going to be turned back to the people of America or the American people. Or whatever. And so I, I think that that was a message that they're going to install or, let's say, theoretically, another system, which, in fact, would be the end of the corporation and a return to an exalted state of a constitutional republic if this is true if they get rid of of as many people as it looks like they're going to get rid of and the indictments apparently are flying uh there may not be very many people left in congress well this is the theory that's out there and why i said why would you have twenty thousand troops or more around dc if it's going to be a virtual inauguration but let's let's think of it like this. What if they know that the who's who of Washington will be there that day? And what having those troops is the, <laughs> the what's the word I want to use, the chess? Uh, when you win in chess, what do you call it? Uh, checkmate. Checkmate that day. Now, I'm hoping that that's true. But then there's the other part that I want to discuss in part two that I'm not going to discuss right now, but I want every single person to listen because this is what I think they're trying to plan. But one thing, the Washington, D.C., what do you call it, the flag, three stars. And I'm told that those three stars denote London, city of London, Washington, D.C., and the Vatican. Those are the ones that are in control of the United States. And this corporation, this is why sometimes you wonder, how in the world do we have this Congress and Senate that send billions of dollars around the world of our tax hard-earned tax money to other countries. For example, one country that starts with the letter I receives the equivalent of $5,000 per citizen every single year, but yet we get $600 when we're down and out. And we don't have any recourse to say, no, stop it. Do not send a penny to any other country until we have our situation resolved and every single American is back on their feet. Do we have a recourse to do that? It doesn't seem like it. And it only would happen if it's a corporation with shareholders. And this is why they give us the illusion that we're electing them when they're not. Well, they're all eating from all of these global arrangements and agreements, secret deals. They're all, And they're all, according to many sources, blackmailable. And then there's the satanic element to all this, which doesn't, you know, it has its importance because so many of them have really signed themselves over to that dark force. So it's a, when, you know, when Trump said, I I knew it was a cesspool, a swamp, but I didn't know how deep it went. It's very deep. And so 
the other side has to be very light. And it, it, I just feel that the, I really feel this force of light. I don't know about you, but the warrior energy, this uh, patriotic essence that people are feeling, it's very powerful. And I don't think that we should underestimate it. The, the dark is very powerful, but one of the things about the dark is they overestimate themselves and they underestimate us. And that's a dangerous thing to do, right? I think every single person who's listening to us right now, if you have the ability to shine light into darkness, do it. Do it while you can. It's like what I've said in the past couple of shows. If, God forbid, you are facing a situation where, you know, you go into a parking lot at night at a shopping center and somebody puts a gun to your head, do you let the person let you get in the car or do you fight that person? This is where we are right now. Or, you know, in the 1930s, if they come knocking on your door so you can get on the on the boxcar, do you fight right there or do you get into the boxcar? Or what happened in Russia too? But we have much more to discuss when we come back. We're going to get deeper into the rabbit hole. I also want to know, what is your perception? Because of your Syrian communication in the past, if you have anything new that you can share with us as to what our future looks like. Patricia, how can people learn more about your work? My website is patriciacorey.com. And my last name is spelled with the I. So patriciacorey.com. Or you can go on Amazon and check out, just put in Patricia Corey. And you'll see all the different books I've produced. And I'm also on pretty active on Facebook and pretty active on YouTube. I have a, a I do interviews as well as like as you do, and sometimes I do streams of consciousness, whatever. So I don't, I'm not able to spell out the link, but you just YouTube Patricia Corey and subscribe. Come in and subscribe. Got a lot going on. Well, folks, we are here. Delighted to have Patricia Corey on her birthday. So I'm glad you're giving me time on your special day to be with us and enlightening more people. This is Mel Hasselrich, and you are listening to Veritas. Don't go anywhere. Thank you for listening to the first part of this important Veritas interview. To listen to the rest and all of our material, proceed to the member section or join the Veritas family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focus Life Force Energy, MMS, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Divinia Water, Pure Organic Sulfur, flash drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. Now, proceed to the members section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to Veritas. Because you don't want to believe. You want to know. <laughs>